Let me ask you something. Does your work make you happy? Do you know what your potential is and do you use it? Do you deliver value that you're truly proud of? This is the Happy Work Podcast, where we discuss all the things we can do to make our work and with it our life better. And we're back for another Do Happy Work Podcast. Let's talk about rhythm. Wait, wait, biorhythm. Uh, yes, okay, biorhythm, but still rhythm, the rhythm of life. Has any one of you ever thought about how disrupted you are in your life when it comes to rhythm? When we look at ourselves as human beings, we are a mixture, a cacophony of rhythms. Our breath, our steps, our thoughts, our heartbeats, our, our words, they all follow completely different rhythms. We, we think our thoughts race, our words wobble along, we stagger around the world, our breath is stuck in between. Yeah, sometimes very out of sync. But we know that if we want an orchestra to function, it needs to all follow the same metronome. We know that music to work, to function, to have a purpose, it needs an underlying beat Or as the expression says, we have to march right. to the beat of our drum. What's really interesting, though, that when, as you're saying all the cacophony that it is being a human being, is that everyone is so obsessed with being in flow. In flow and in tune. And in tune. But they, I don't, I realize that there is never, I have not once, besides with you and the clients that we speak to, had the conversation with somebody who speaks about flow in terms of what it means to understand your rhythm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like this disconnected thing where flow is more of like a mental concentration or like I'm, in, I'm following my passion. It's very abstract. It's You're abstract. Right. Yeah, I fully agree. And it was the same for me, you know, um, the intervals at which you do things the speed at which you take decisions the speed at which you talk oftentimes they're completely disrupted from each other you 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 change beats over you know the continuation of a day but then also the different things that you do are not aligned because ideally we would have one deep rhythm and then you know we have everything else following that but we have to ask ourselves What is the metronome of our lives? Is there something that works with us all the time, but that we can also consciously influence enough so that we actually have a say on it? And the good thing is that we're not asking anyone to become yogis or you know, Shaolin monks that are said to be able to regulate their heartbeat according to their will. That takes an incredible amount of practice and also is outside of mm -hmm. our capabilities and discipline most of the times. However, there is a thing that we can use to become the rhythm of our lives and that we can influence and that can become kind of like the backdrop within which we can exist and do our work. I feel like we have a dog that knows its rhythm and <laughs> using its, its, its breath. You're right. That's actually exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. That gentle snoring that you hear in the background, that is one of our French bulldogs, Penny, and she can't help it. But funny enough, it's yeah. exactly what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, she, uh, she breathes the way she breathes. It is what it is. So breathing is the aspect of creating rhythm within yourself. And now... For those who've followed our podcast for a moment, they know 
We advocate work that comes inside out. So rather than engaging in transactional work, which is how are you going to function in relation to the world, we say, what is it that you have internally to offer that the world wants? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's the inside out notion of being and doing. With breath, it's the very same thing. Breathing is not primarily transporting oxygen into your bloodstream. Yes, of course, if you go down the biological and medical side, that's what it does. However, breathing has the spiritual function of anchoring you. When you breathe, you anchor yourself, and then you give yourself away. And maybe to elaborate on that a little bit, breathing is the movement that constantly happens subconsciously in the background of your reality that anchors you and releases you. It anchors you and releases you. Now, when you follow those two movements as one beat that's made up of two movements, you start creating a movement in your life from which you can create, from which you can exist, where everything else follows. And I know that most of us have a breathing technique or at some point we learned We've learned about, something, right. Yeah, you go to yoga class or you go to breathing therapies or if you ever engaged in a theater class, mm -hmm. oftentimes well, it comes... Well, nowadays also in business uh, workshops, right? They're like, there's a relaxation technique or a focus technique in breath. And my point is exactly that because when I was in business, I had people teach me how to breathe. Isn't so, that not so? Like They were my so-called mentors. And I saw, you know, I got excited or I got nervous before a presentation. And so I, I got taught these breathing techniques. But here's the thing. What they taught me is to inhale the toxicity of the room. Right. They taught me how to acquire the dread that was already around me. You know, all these people with their expectations the workforce that is kind of projecting their expectations on you and you breathe that in because your breathing technique teaches you so, you invert the flow, the rhythm of mm -hmm. breath. Because as I stated earlier, breath is here to anchor us within ourselves. So if you want to know your truth and anchor yourself in your truth, you need to know that breathing is what connects you with yourself. But then letting go of it to the outside But traditional breathing techniques do it the other way around. They inhale the outside to become part of you. And now as you exhale, right, you give it back. You give that toxicity back out and you fill your whole body with it. And that, of course, has an adversarial effect because you allow the world to become a part of you rather than yourself becoming a part of the world. From what I'm hearing and what we talk about often is that I think traditional breathing techniques are very reactive. They, they are, are they meant, are actually, yeah. right? They're meant to be a reaction to a scenario, a circumstance. Gather your bearings, focus, concentrate. It all it comes from military. A lot of it comes from like this more aggressive, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. whenever especially in business leadership technique, uh, breathing techniques, it's like, hey, you're about to go, 
you uh you you general you're the chief you're the leader you're about to go into battle and mm -hmm. you have to lead your troops so it's a very reactionary yes. type of breathing technique yeah. and even i'll go so far as because i love doing yoga and everything i'll go so far as saying like it is again because we're not you know spending years and years and years studying eastern philosophies a lot of the techniques that we learn is once again reactionary it's like the stressfulness of the outside yeah, world yeah let's and let's you, take it away for now you can actually your point is made clear in when you see that these a lot of these breathing techniques they lead to people gasping mm -hmm. you gasp for air it, it's rarely that we realize that breathing in is an internal is an internal process it's a process that only involves you But in those breathing techniques that you learn often in the business environment, it's about inhaling, gasping air. And we know that in an extreme form that leads to hyperventilation and something that then feels kind of like a hypoxia. If you truly want to root yourself in your truth, you really want to create from inside out. You want to do happy work, which is the expression of the self. Your breathing is the very, very first layer you have to master. You have to. Even before you go on a, a quest of changing your mindset, mm -hmm. you have to have a rhythm that is supporting of your mind calming down. You have to set the grounds for a calm demeanor it's just it goes without saying gasping creates panic it's a panicky reactive breathing technique but anchoring means the breath becomes conscious maybe to kind of illustrate that through an actual breathing technique which i really really love doing and i do it a couple times a day mm -hmm. imagine when you breathe in that you are the source of the breath not the air outside of you. You source the breath somewhere in your chest and you visualize it as an expanding balloon. So it starts in a point somewhere around just above your solar plexus. And as you breathe in, that point expands within you until it fills your entire being, your entire body. What that does is it It makes your light, your truth, you, your self-image, your self-awareness become your anchor, not some outside thing. You are your own breath. But now hold it for a moment and sink into that realization. Realize I am so enough that I can nurture myself. My truth nurtures myself. And so my breath nurtures myself. I am the source. I'm my breath. And now as you let go, and I literally mean let go, because that's what people also rarely do, you give it away. It's a gift. You're giving something to the world. You're giving yourself to the world. So when you conclude that, when you do that, as you exhale, realize your generous nature. Re realize how generous you are in breathing out consciously and giving the content of your own breath to the world. Now, why is that so relevant? Because it is in line with giving away your value. It is the tiniest form of living in your truth and giving your truth away freely, willingly to the world, which roots you in compassion. If your breath comes from compassion... Your life occurs in compassion and your doing 
comes from compassion. It is impossible for you to live and give from a place of compassion if your breath is one of anxiety. It's impossible. You have the smallest denominator that's already fighting against you. You're gasping for success. You're gasping for attention. You're gasping for survival. But if you are your own source in your breath, you're not ready to realize that you are your own source for your truth Mm -hmm. and for the value that you create. That's why this exercise is so crucial. It's so crucial. What I have done that helps me make it even more real more conscious for myself is when I do that that breathing technique which I now do every single day and I even catch myself sometimes like oh wow I did it almost subconsciously mm-hmm. I I feel it as you said right um, above my solar plexus and the balloon that fills for me is more just a ball of light of all of the the good and the the happy work and everything, all the value that I want to deliver into this world. And it just shines inside of me. And then I get to shine that out Mm -hmm. and let it go. And what it fills me with is this like incredible, um, I don't know, feeling of like, I am giving something and it's worth giving. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people might think, well, that's kind of, you know, isn't that a little bit, conceited selfish yeah i am being selfish because i know that i'm filled with unconditional love that i'm more than willing to give away yes. because i have so much of it and and we know that unconditional love is that thing that when we give it away it starts to multiply mm-hmm. so the breath is really where it all begins it's solely about your willingness to let go it's about yeah. your willingness two things a your willingness to admit that you are your own source mm-hmm. you don't live in reaction to the outside. And I think you, 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 you put that really nicely with, you know, with, the, with the war language. And the second idea is that that source that we are to ourselves, we are here to let it go. Mm-hmm. We're not here to hold on to our breath. We're not here to, we're not supposed to be afraid of letting go of our value. We need to let go of it just as we're willing to let go of our breath so that our value, our lives, our breath becomes part of something bigger of the world. And I apologize if I call this biorhythm and it might sound a little woozy. I think I was able to explain how relevant rhythm is because that breath cycle is what creates the deepest cycle of rhythm in you. That's your drum. That's your internal drum. That is your metronome. Yeah. And as you as you become more aware of that and do it more consciously and it starts to slip into the automatic subconsciousness of your breathing, you will realize that you're really only dependent on yourself. And that is the key to self-ownership. That what we're here to share with you, self-ownership that just gives shape to happiness begins with your own drum. Mm -hmm.